Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Monday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Eagle Hour on the Super Talk Radio Network. We're glad you're with us wherever you're tuned in, whether on one of our Super Talk affiliates, online, uh, however you choose to tune in. We appreciate you joining us each and every week at 1 o'clock as we talk Southern Miss sports. Opening segment of today's show sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics and, of course, the Eagle Hour. We appreciate them more than we can really tell you. Encourage you the next time uh, you have a taste for barbecue, you make it Dickies. You can enjoy it in the dining room, the drive through Dickies will even deliver it right to your front door. Broadcasting today from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg, another loyal uh, supporter of Southern Miss Athletics and the Eagle Hour. Our gratitude uh, to First Bank and all they do. All right, this is a big day for us. We are very excited to have the new head football coach, uh, Will Hall, on the Eagle Hour today, and uh, going to have him for a little while, I understand. So, Coach, first of all, I know it's been a whirlwind for you over the last few days. Welcome to Southern Miss, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Man, Bob and Luke, I'm just fired up to be here, as you guys know, and, uh, man, excited to talk to you and sell Southern Miss, sell our football program and our vision. Uh, you know, and, and man, we're just ready to get going, get these kids that's here, uh, you know, bought in and moving in the right direction and then recruiting like madmen as well, buddy. So uh, having a lot of fun. Can't, can't wait to meet everybody. Coach, what will be your recruiting philosophy your next couple of years here at Southern Miss? Where do you think the biggest needs are for the football team? Well, number one, the biggest needs are to fix the relationships around you know, locally, uh, specifically in Mississippi, Lower Alabama, Southeast Louisiana. You know, we've got to get back to where those high school coaches believe with all their heart that they are welcome here, that they can come through these doors and be a part of what we're doing. Uh, we're going to have cl- uh, clinics and camps and, uh, you know, where they can come and interact with our coaching staff. We're going to be out and in their high schools as soon as COVID is over. And they're going to know that they are the priority for what we want to do and what we want to get done. And that's not to say we're not going to recruit some kids from out of those areas. But, man, uh, there's too many good football players all around us. We've got too great a history, too rich tradition, and too many people nearby us know about that. And, and, And their parents know about it and their grandparents know about it. So uh, we got to get back to that. That's who we are and what we're about. There's no reason why we shouldn't. And uh, obviously, you know, it's well documented with my connections within the state and throughout, you know, Alabama and Louisiana with where I've coached. So uh, we feel like the connection will be good. The, the outcry from high school coaches locally since this has been announced has been unbelievable. It's been humbling and flattering. And, uh, man, I just can't wait to get to work on it as far as a positional need guys you know I, i'll be honest with you i'm not i'm not 100 percent ready to answer that yet because i want to talk to these kids here and we've got some good football players here it wasn't that long ago that we were seven and three with two games left to go in the regular season 
All right, that's not that far off. And uh, we've got some good football players here. We've just got to get a plan and a vision in place, and I've got that, and get them all pushing in the right direction. I think we can get this thing turned around pretty quick. Coach, in the last few years when there's been so many coaching chain turnovers here at Southern Miss, I've often thought to myself, you know, why doesn't the school go after someone who was a head coach, maybe at a Division two level, that was very successful because it would seem to me that recruiting, managing, being the head coach – at schools like you were at, uh, at West Georgia, West Alabama, where you had a really good winning record, uh, translates to Division One football. Is that going to be helpful to you? There's no question it will be. You know, it just doesn't happen a lot where people get hired directly from the smaller college level. It doesn't happen very much anymore. But the ones that have done it, usually have one and one big. You know, when you look at Jim Trestle going from Youngstown State to Ohio State, you look at Lance Leipold going from Wisconsin Whitewater at Buffalo now, and, uh, and and there's more than that. But people that know how to win know how to win. People that know how to treat people, you know, know how to treat people. That's the same. That doesn't change no matter what level you're at, what your budget is or whatever. So being a head coach in my past and being successful, I think, definitely uh, helps. But uh, this situation is unique in its own right. This is the best job I've ever had in my life. Uh, you know, it's in a it's in a place that I love. Uh, it's surrounded by places that I love. It's, it's with people that I love. And, man, we've won, and we've won so much. And uh, the, the blueprint is here to win. It's been here. You know, it's been done over several times over from – you know, from Coach Van to Coach Collins to Coach Carmody to Coach Bauer and so on and so forth. And uh, we're fixing to get that thing back going again. Have you had a chance to talk uh, to Coach Hobson, and do you plan to do that? No, I have not. I, You know, me and Jay have known each other through the years, and I think a lot of him. But, uh, you know, that, that's that's not something on my docket right now. Okay. All right, Luke, uh, welcome the new head football coach at Southern Miss. Coach Hall, glad to have you on today. Thanks for taking time to, to be with us. And a lot of your social media presence and even some of your former players at West Alabama, West Georgia, they have all said with you these three letters, A-I-E. Can you tell us what that is and, and explain to our listening audience how important that is to you? Yeah, so A-I-E is kind of my slogan, my battle cry, if you will. It stands for attitude is everything. Only you get to choose yours. And uh, something that we will, we've already talked about it with the players of the day in my first team meeting with them. You know, the good Lord, Luke, he gives everybody a hand, and everybody's hand is different. You know, some people are born rich with two great parents, and they've got everything you could ever want. They're still responsible for making decisions every day that leads to success for them personally. Other people are born with a bad hand, that you would say, a tough hand. You know, maybe you weren't born into money. Maybe your parents weren't great. Uh, maybe you had some bad things happen to you. Maybe you had a family member die at a young age that puts you in a bad spot. But no matter what's happened to you in your life, good or bad, you get to wake up every day and choose how you're going to attack the day, what type of decisions you're going to make, all right? And when you're dead and gone, man, all anybody cares about is what you did with your life and the people that you impacted. You know, they don't talk about the hand that you're dealt. They just talk about the result that you did with it. And uh, we want to empower our young men. We've done that in other programs that we've led. It's an empowering thing when you finally realize that no matter what circumstances are placed in my life, 
I'm still in charge of my destination and, I, and, and the decision that I make to get me there. So that's kind of what AIE is in a nutshell. We believe in it. And, uh, and man, I can't wait to get it going around here. Everybody we talk to um, about you, and even during the, the the search, your name would surface here and there. And so, you know, just trying to get to know the the candidates. Everybody says your love of football supersedes most people in this world. I was talking to a high school coach last week. He remembers when he was a younger guy. You were twelve years old. Your dad would be out socializing, and you would be in the in sitting in front of a college coach, professional coach, with all those other high school coaches as as a kid taking notes. It just seems that uh, you eat sleep drink football yeah you know man luke i just i fell in love with it at a young age i got dropped off at the field house when i was five uh actually joe burrow's uh grandmother was my was my bus driver miss dot burrow and uh you know i got dropped off at the field house when i was five and i've gone every day since then i just fell in love with the game my dad was my first hero and the way he impacted communities and lives and kids and we were winning and I'm a math guy. That's the way my brain works. And, and, uh, you know, football is a lot of math. I mean, it's, it's, it's so intricate. They're, they're, the schematics of it I fell in love with at a young age. And, uh, still to this day, man, I love, I love the X's and O's and the intricacies of all the things you can do, you know, with all the pieces when you got 22 guys on the field. What um, and we're about to hit a break here, Coach, in, in just a minute. So we got about a, a minute left here. What what does next season look successful? And, and I know win, and, and we want to win. And like you said, at the press conference today, we're about to turn this thing around. But but what do you hope to achieve in really the next six to, to twelve months? Well, I'm going to answer that probably a little different than what you what, what you had hoped for. But what I hope to achieve this time next year, twelve months from now is that people that love Southern Miss, when they wake up in the morning and they put their Southern Miss shirt on again and they go outside, they're proud to wear it. Uh, they're fired up to put it on. And and people that were kind of lukewarm about Southern Miss, they've all of a sudden gotten fired up about Southern Miss. And then there's a few people out there that didn't really care about Southern Miss, and all of a sudden they've jumped on board because they love the way we're treating people and the way we're impacting people and what we're doing with our football program and our communities and, and, and around the state and the surrounding area. So that's my goal is to get everybody back moving in the right direction, have a sense of pride about this place. All right, Coach, we're glad to have you on the show. I understand we can keep you for another segment. Is that correct? That's correct. Let's uh, do it. All right, great deal. We're going to be back in three minutes. We're going to continue our conversation with the new head football coach at the University of Southern Mississippi, Will Hall, on the Eagle Hour. Don't go anywhere.
Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back. Monday edition of the Eagle Hour from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. We're talking to new head football coach, uh, Will Hall. We're very happy to have him on the show. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. Great time uh, to go do some Christmas shopping. If there's an eagle on your list, you got to make a stop at Campus Bookmark. If you live in other parts of the state, not going to be in Hattiesburg, just simply go to campusbookmark.net. You can view their entire inventory, and they will deliver it right to your front door. All right, uh, new head football coach Will Hall on the show with us. You know, Coach, you said something that was so interesting to me. I'm a long-time old Golden Eagle, and uh, I know how much pride there has been in the football program through through the years that we just felt like that our program could go compete nationally with anyone in the country. And the last few years have, uh, needless to say, been very difficult uh, for people who who had the privilege of being a part of all the glory years, as I often call them, and, and remember – how prideful the program was. What would you say to to that part of the fan base? Yeah, that, that's what we got to get back. You know, we've got to get that pride back, and it starts with having a having a vision, but then also having a plan to get there. You know, we want to get the program back to that place, and it's fun to say and talk about. But we got to have a plan to get there, and the plan starts with getting our good football players that are already here bought back in and getting them working, getting them in schemes that uh, schematically give us an advantage, and then recruiting. We've got to get back to recruiting and winning on recruits, you know, winning on recruits from the local areas that, you know, uh, that, that maybe maybe have been going to other places. And uh, But, man, winning is not – like the formula for winning is not – you know, it's not calculus four. You got to get really good players, and then you got to, and then you got to out coach people, and then you got to build a culture where everybody believes and everybody's bought in, and everybody wants to do it for each other and not just do it for themselves. And uh, that's what we're going to get done. It ain't going to happen tomorrow. We're not going to wake up tomorrow and be back. We're not going to wake up on December the twelfth and be back. But. If we'll do what's right every day and follow this plan, we're going to look up, and it's going to be time to kick this thing off in September of next year. And I think we got a chance to have a pretty good football team. I really do. Well, Coach, a big part, and I'm sure you will agree with this, a big part of success is the staff around you. Uh, I know that uh, this is uh, short notice for you that you haven't been you haven't been head coach long, but can you lay out for our listeners of what your thinking is regarding staff, and is there anything you can Tell our listening audience today about staff. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm not, I can't say any names right now out of respect for them and the players that they're coaching. It's a weird year with COVID. Some of them are finishing their seasons. You're going to start seeing some names as the week goes on. Uh, they're all two things. They are tremendous men that understand the influence and the impact that a coach can have on a young man's life. They were going, they're going to be a model of what a real man is to their players every day. But then the second thing they are is they're excellent teachers. I just believe that you've got to be a great teacher to be a coach nowadays. The schemes that we're going to run in all three phases are too complex, too intricate. And if you can't teach and you're not up to speed on new age ways of teaching with these young kids, and, man, you ain't good enough to be here. And that's just the way it is. And uh, so we're going to have great teachers and great leaders and, and great men, and you're going to really be excited to see them uh, as they get announced. What do you think the timetable looks like for that, Coach? 
I would say most of them will be done by the end of this week. You'll know a lot of their names. There's a few of them that will filter on into next week just because of COVID and their seasons. Mm-hmm. It's now, done. we got our staff. Right. All right. And, and we've had it, you know, I mean, this is something I've been working on for a long time. Yeah. So. Well, take me back through the process. Your name, and Luke mentioned this, obviously on this show we've followed this uh, this search pretty closely. But i got to tell you, Coach, your name was up there at the very start, and your name always was not, well, if it wasn't at the top of the list, it was pretty close to the top of the list. Can you give us a time frame as to when you made the decision to be the head coach, and, and what was it that made you decide to take the job? I've always – been intrigued by Southern Miss. It's a job I've always wanted, and uh, when it came open this time, I really felt like that that this could be it. You know, uh, for for all the reasons we've talked about, the rich and story tradition, the previous players, uh, the location, Hattiesburg. You know, everything about it has always drawn me to it. But I wasn't a hundred percent until I started sitting down with Jeremy. And uh, as you get to know Jeremy, man, he's just a phenomenal leader of men uh, in a day and age where there aren't a whole lot of real men anymore in the type of positions that he has. He's a real man. He's an honest man. He's a forthright man that that, that does things the right way, that lives by principle. I can't say enough about how he handled this search and kept it quiet out of respect for everybody's players they were coaching. And then – to, to, to cap it all off, I got to meet Dr. Bennett towards the end of the process. And, man, his vision for where he wants to take this university, what he's done with this university since he's been here already, I mean, like, it just it just aligned with what I want to do. Look, I don't want to just be the football coach. I want to help drive the president's vision. I want to lift this university up. I want this place to be better. All the, I understand living in Mississippi and living in the South that if we win football games – Everybody wins. You know, the whole university as a whole is winning, and I take that responsibility very seriously. And so after meeting them, I knew it was the right fit. I just hope they felt the same way, and obviously they did. I'm going to tell you, throw in one other little caveat, Coach. The community wins when Southern Miss football is winning, and our community has been hurt in the past year with this virus and the lack of home football games and hurt, I think, over the past couple of years by the fact that the program uh, maybe has not been competing at a level that people are used to. So uh, that's important, too, is it not? Oh, there's no question. There's no question. It just, uh, man, the impact that we have on the community and on the university, like I said, is something I take very serious. We can get back to winning football games and doing it the right way. You know, more T-shirts are going to be sold. More cheeseburgers are going to get sold. More, I mean, there's going to be more people at the games. Everybody's going to win. We're going to make more money as a whole. Uh, enrollment's going to go up. You know, you can look at numbers all across the country and, and see that that happens when you're winning football games. It's just the way it is. Right. And we're just and we're going to feel better about ourselves, Coach. I'll there's throw no that doubt out there about too. that. <laughs> no doubt, and it's good to feel good. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right, Luke. What else for uh, for our new head football coach? Coach Hall, you've talked uh, about the offensive scheme you're going to run, a power spread, but you said at the presser today, you've said several times last week that it's going to be quarterback-centered. What's the ideal quarterback uh, look like to you to run your offense efficiently? What we look for in a quarterback, number one, is toughness, and number two is accuracy. I think those are two things that by the time they get to me, uh, they've either got them or they don't. I think you can make a kid a little more accurate 
But I think there's kids walking around Hattiesburg right now that's seven years old, and when they throw a rock or they throw a ball, they can either throw it to somebody or they miss them. They just some kids can hit people, some people can't. And uh, I think the toughness at the quarterback position, I think that every great team at every level has a tough guy at quarterback. When we've won here, look at – I mean, let's say Jeff Kelly, Lee Roberts, Brett Farr, Reggie Collier, Austin Davis, tough. Nobody would say they wasn't all just tough guys. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, we, we've – that's the first two things I look for is toughness and accuracy. After that, look what we look for is some type of redeeming quality. Now, that could be a 6'4 kid with a strong arm. Okay, that could also be a more athletic kid that can run. But as long as we're accurate and we're tough, we can build the offense around what other other redeeming quality he had. We've had quarterbacks that were all conference and all Americans that were runners. We've had quarterbacks that were all conference and all American that were pocket guys. But the two non-negotiables are accuracy and toughness. Last question, Coach. Um, you talked about your respect for Coach Bauer, and, and I played for Coach Bauer when, when we were rocking along really good. Uh, we would play these big schools. I mean, you talked about how you want to be the dominant G5 um, program in the country. Uh, do you want your non-conference schedule to be filled with the likes of, of the big boys like we used to do? Uh, yeah. It, it, you know, I'd like to play one a year for sure. There's going to be some years we play two. And, uh, you know, I like what we're doing right now with playing some of these uh, nearby teams that, that, that maybe we can get some budding rivalries with and uh, get some people in the stands. You know, but, yeah, I think we got Alabama next year and uh, so on and so forth. I I like doing that. And uh, But first things first, man, we got to get back to winning Conference USA. Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of talk about, you know, conferences and all this and all that, and everybody's got their opinion. But the thing we got to do first off, we got to get back to where when there's a conference USA football game, everybody's like, "Ooh, Southern Miss is in conference USA." You know, that's what we got to get back to first, and then after that, we can start talking about all these other things that everybody talks about and, and, and move forward with that. Coach, I'm glad to hear you say that. I think that's a thousand percent right. Let's get back to winning conference USA. I think that's a, I think that's a great first step. That's right. That's our conference. Let's go win it, and let's get to where we dominate it and get us a bunch of rings, and if the good Lord provides a better opportunity down the road, we'll cross that bridge and we get to it. But we got to get back to winning our Amen. Well, we sure appreciate Amen. you being on the show, Coach. i got to tell you, I saw those pictures Jack put out. You look good in that Golden Eagle shirt, so we're glad to uh, we're glad to have you back in Hattiesburg, sir. Man, I am fired up to be here. I appreciate you guys' support. And uh, get, on, get on board with us, fans. And, uh, man, we're going to have a whole lot of fun together. All right, thank you very much, Coach. Coach Thanks, Will Coach. Hall, the new head football coach at the University of Southern Mississippi. On the Eagle Hour, we'll be back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back at the start of a new week, a new week with a new era for Southern Miss football. Greatly appreciate uh, brand new head coach Will Hall for joining us in the first two segments. If you're just joining us on the Eagle Hour, uh, go back when uh, the 
the show is put up uh, on on demand this afternoon. Listen to that great interview. Appreciate his time, and thanks to uh, the old left-hander for uh, for lining that up. Greatly Absolutely. appreciate everything, Jack does for us luke johnson and bob getty from the first bank studios in hattiesburg and laurel third segment of the eagle hour brought to you every day by fourth street bar and grill monday night football on tonight eight ninety five lunch every single day uh during the week and i would greatly appreciate their sponsorship of the eagle hour located on fourth street in hattiesburg kelly john sander joins us on the phone now and Kelly, want to talk about Will Hall a, a little more and just, uh, I guess, first get your uh, response uh, to some of uh, his interview with us today and from the press con- conference earlier today. I'll tell you what, uh, he, he won the presser. Uh, he, he won me over for the second time in the first two segments on the Eagle Hour today. Yeah, I was, I was taking notes, kind of like a reporter at a, at a presidential press conference. A couple things that stood out to me. Number one, as he talked about, you know, that it was a job that he, that he had always wanted. It's obvious that he had followed Southern Miss. It's, it's one thing for coaches to say, oh, yeah, I've been a big fan of the program. I'm aware of it. But he name-dropped. Okay? I mean, he threw down some names. You know, some, some are obvious, the Reggie Colliers and the Brett Favre. But, but, you know, the Jeff Kellys of the world, with all due respect, they, they might have been lost in the shuffle with some other coaches. So, I mean, he, he went way back. You know, to, to name drop, and he had some names of, of current, so to speak, Southern Miss people. So it sounds like to me that that he's a legitimate Southern Miss fan that he's followed Southern Miss, you know, throughout the years, and he meant what he said. The other thing that stuck out, and I think it's going to be one of the toughest things that he and his staff have to deal with, is he says we've got to recruit players who want to come in here and win for each other. And I'm not just saying that about Southern Miss. I'm saying the new age athletes nowadays, when they get on their Twitter accounts and they get on their Snapchat and Instagram and talk about their individual statistics, right. I did this on Friday night. You know, I, I threw for these touchdowns and I ran for this many yards. There's a lot more I in high school and junior college athletics than there ever was. You know, And I just think that's something that he and his staff all college coaches are going to have to deal with. I mean, everybody in society now, it's about me, me, me. Um, so I really hope that when they do recruit these guys, they get these, what Southern Miss has always been, the blue-collar, hard-working, we're going to do this together type of guy. And it's going to be tougher now than it has been in the past. That's a great point, Kelly. I'd be willing to bet you, you look at some programs like Nick Saban's program, there's not a whole lot of me, 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 me in front of Nick Saban. Am I right about that? I mean, well, there better there better not be, or right. you, you, you will be out on your butt out the road down Correct. the road. That's exactly right. Yeah, I think you that's. Uh, I think that. Uh, I think that's exactly right. Yes. So, any, if, any you, if you go to, if any of our listeners go to the Southern Miss Twitter account, there's actually it got put up a little while ago. There's a behind the scenes uh, video they put together. And you hear some of Will Hall's um, speech to the team last week, and it's really good. He he said that he would be the first one to high five him. He'd be the first one to chest bump him after a touchdown or a sack. But he's going to get all over him too. And and I think he said that at the press conference today about no uh, no uh, assistant coach or him uh, would you wouldn't if a player called home they wouldn't complain to their mother that the coach didn't care about their academic interest. And I, I see that he's he's adopting more of a father approach. He's going to congratulate you when you do well, and he's going to be all over your tail when you do bad. And I think that's to counter Kelly exactly what you said. 
this generation and some of the cure for that is personal responsibility and accountability. But, but see, I think part I think part of the reason that, that Will Hall is that way is because football is in his DNA. We've talked about his dad, Bobby Hall, being the Hall of Fame, you know, high school football coach in Mississippi, and his dad is old school. His dad is hard nosed. You know, that's the way it was back then. So some of that has worn off on Will. And I think that's a good thing. I just don't think that football, you know, football is not a very good match for new age soft coaches. You know, you, you can love on these guys all you want, but doggone it, we need to win games. And somebody needs to go out and hit somebody, and somebody needs to make something happen. And I just, and again, I'm old school, all right, so I'm kind of on my soapbox today. But, I mean, true toughness, which is what Southern Miss has always been about, the Eagles throughout the years haven't won necessarily every game they've played. But you've asked any opponent in the old days what it was like to play Southern Miss, and they said, well, we might have scored more points, but, but we knew we played them. They'd hit you in the mouth. And, and we had a bunch of guys lined up to go into the, the trainer on Monday after that's playing right. Southern Miss. And that's the type of football I, you know, some of us older folks want to see. And I think you heard a little bit of that in Will Hall. That, yeah, we're going to love you, but this is a tough game, and you better be tough. And the only way we're going to do this thing is together. And Kelly, I loved it. Kelly, that's so far removed. I, I sometimes think that guys like me and you and Chuck Abity and, and other people, you know, in our age group, we're the only ones that really remember what it was like back in those days, but that is a that is a perfect description. I had a very good friend, Kelly, uh, up in the Delta, who was an Alabama alumni, and this was back in Jeff Bowers' heyday, and it was Monday of the Alabama game, and I walked in where he was working and kind of picked at him a little bit about the game, and he said, oh, I, dre- I just dread this week. And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, look, I – I don't know if we're going to win or lose, but I do know this. I know that the team will be bruised up and injured by the time the yes. game is over. Uh, and that's the way it used to be. That's the way it needs to be again, Kelly. Yeah, it's it's just this kind of this new age thing, and it's even going into the NFL. We've joked about Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals, you know, complaining that his wide receivers were bullied. Well, it's football, dude. It's football. And if you can't if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Right. And I just, I've yeah. liked everything. I, I think Will Hall is a good blend of old school toughness and new age, you know, yep. res- responsibility. I, I just think it's a really good fit. Yep. There, we, we got a hold of a uh, page of the contract. I've officially requested the university um, for a complete copy of the contract, but um, some of the contract uh, out there now. Contract terms, the four-year state contract from today, December 7th, through December 31st, 2024. So four-year contract. Uh, Will Hall looks to be paid $800,000 per year. This is big news, guys. The uh, total annual assistant and off-field support staff salary pool increases a million dollars. It was right at $1.2 million. Now it is at $2.1 million. Uh, there is a buyout at the end of the second season, so if he were to go somewhere else, the buyout is 1.5 million. Uh, at the, I'm sorry, at the at the end of the first, the beginning of the second would be 1.5. At the end of the second, to the beginning of the third, 1 million, and then the buyout after uh, the second through the third would be 500 thousand. So, yeah, if somebody wants Will Hall, um, it, that means that we have succeeded well. 
but yeah, interesting. Get paid eight hundred thousand dollars. That was kind of in the same range as Todd Munkin, but an increase of the staff salary pool to two point one million. That's huge. Eight hundred thousand. If you can't, you know, eight hundred thousand in Hattiesburg goes a long way. However, <laughs> yeah. uh, word out of Washington with the new Biden tax plan that will go down to one hundred and ten thousand. Right, sixty-six thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars a month, Sander. After well, after taxes. That's before the, taxes. After uh, twelve thousand two hundred and five dollars. <laughs> Kelly sure knows what it's like to have eight hundred thousand dollars in Hattiesburg, doesn't he, Bob? Oh, he does. There's no. Well, I've got Louis on guard right now for an IRS. Little, little question about it. what is your? Uh, you had a an odd accounting firm one time. I can't remember what you told me. Oh, I still name. have them. Do we cheat them and how? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do yeah. we? Do we screw them? And how? <laughs> no, do we cheat them? <laughs> cheat them and how, Bob? <laughs> You didn't, okay. you didn't know that, uh, that, your dog, that your dog's grooming could be tax deductible, did you? No, 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 I'll have to tell radio that when I get home. How about waking them up? Is that tax deductible? I can make anything, a fortune doing any, that. Anything I ask about seems to be tax deductible. So. <laughs> All right, Kelly, are um, the good old days coming back, brother? I'll, I'll be interested to see. You know, he said that he's already got staff members kind of in line. I'll be interested as those names get unveiled. Um what it will look like, you know, will we see a combination of old school, new school, younger coaches, older coaches? How many relationships with Coach Hall were established with these guys early on? How many of them will be first-time employees, so to speak, of Will Hall? And then as we get to know him a little bit better, we can get, you know, to his thinking as to why he thought these guys would be good. But, it, but just from the way that he prioritized recruiting, I would bet that all these guys are going to be real fire breathers and he, when he was talking about getting guys right here in Mississippi, I mean, right. when he was at Tulane, he came right in here to Southern Miss's backyard, you know, and took some guys. And I happen to to agree with him, you know. I mean, so what about South Alabama, who's in the market for a coach now, by the way? So what about Louisiana Monroe, who's also in the market for a coach right now? If, if you really mean what you say and things are going to happen the way they say, it's going to be attractive for guys are t- talented kids to stay right here. I'm glad. Yeah, I, th- I think the more Mississippi kids you have on your roster, the better. And I think we've seen that uh, in every sport. And I think that certainly holds true uh, in football. And as we saw with what uh, the state championships, Kelly, what five out of the six state championship to, games went, were won by South schools? There's a lot yeah, of talent and, and around and, here. And about a 60-mile radius of Hattiesburg. Pretty right. doggone good. So lots of talent around here. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment today brought to you by Toyota of Hattiesburg, located on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or online, toyotahattiesburg.com. Proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour, Luke, Bob, and Kelly. Kelly on the phone, Luke and Laurel. Bob in 
Hattiesburg in the First Bank Studios. Greatly appreciate First Bank. Interesting today at the press conference, uh, head coach Will Hall said that Reggie Collier was his favorite player uh, ever that put on the black and gold uh, for Southern Miss. One of the other things I think that he said that was really, really important was we're going to get back to some of these clinics and camps that we did around the state. Saw that with Larry Fedora. And that's really going to be able to network Southern Miss football in with these high schools. Speaking of high school football, this past weekend, the South, five games they win, 5-1 uh, to one over the North. A lot of local teams. Lumberton won the 1A, 20-14 over Biggersville. Taylorsville shut out Calhoun City, 42 to nothing. Uh, McGee, uh, led by five touchdowns by Chandler Pittman, uh, won the 3A, 49-26 over Noxabee. Poplarville dropped a heartbreaking 15 to 14 loss to Louisville. Uh, they they lost in the last literally 30 seconds of the game. Uh, Oak Grove uh, the, with a gutsy call from Drew Calls. He got a two point conversion uh, with about 10 seconds to go in the game. They beat Oxford 29 28. But guys, I, I got to gloat. The 56 years the Mustangs did it 33 27 over four time defending state champion. West Point, and I didn't know what it was going to be like up in the press box doing the call, but I was just—I got emotional, but I was just a little numb. It was—I was just—and I, Monday, I'm still in shock. But the West Jones Mustangs uh, pulled it off, and and I'm ecstatic this weekend. I'm, I'm glad that West Jones did that. And, and Friday, I picked you know West Point to win that game, but it was just kind of for. You know, I knew you guys were all going to pick, you know, Wes Jones, but Scott Pearson's one of my, you know, even going back to my television days, Scott Pearson's always been one of my favorite coaches to work with and really cool guy. So I wanted, if he's listening, I just want to let, I, I really was pulling for South Jones, but just for entertainment purpose, or South Jones, for West Jones, and, uh, but for entertainment purposes, I picked West Point. But, but I'm, I'm like you, Luke, don't have any skin in that game, but sure I'm glad for him. And Zach Jones down at, at Lumberton, his teams have been, to the state a couple times and just haven't been able to pull it off. So um, good for them. And like I said, if you, you look at all those teams from the south, they're all around a 60-mile radius of Hattiesburg. Yep. So Will Hall's got to yeah. be ecstatic knowing that there's some there's some guys out there that can fill the cupboards. You know? We're going to have Coach Pearson on the show Wednesday and I ask him to get that set up, Kelly, because you're right. He's He's been there forever, 19 years, I think. He's a wonderful guy. He's been associated with Super Talk for quite a number of years now. And uh, – so you really couldn't be happier for him. But, you know, Kelly, I'm hoping one thing that uh, that Will Hall does is stop some of this. I, I get so frustrated when I see kids that play within 15 or 20 miles of, of USM and, and never give a sniff to this school. You know, they're, it's bad enough they go to State or Ole Miss, but it's even worse if they go to Tulane or Louisiana Tech or, you know, Alabama or different schools. Maybe we'll see – some reduction of that. I hope so. Well, I think part of that goes back to what he said about there being pride, you know, in in the school. You know, I mean, and if you're proud of the school, the community is proud of the school, and other area communities and cities are proud of the school, then Southern Miss would be your first choice, you know, not, not your fourth or fifth. And right. um, I know a baseball coach in the area who, who coaches college baseball. It's not a, not a Southern Miss coach, but um, some of his players will walk into his particular practice and they'll have on a Mississippi State baseball shirt or a Ole Miss baseball shirt. or whatever. And, of course, they don't even go to those schools, but they're wearing, they're playing for a, a, a college, you know, somewhat locally here. But they're wearing another college's baseball shirt. 
And the coach told him, if I ever see you wear that shirt again, Good I'm pulling a scholarship. Good for he him. He said, you, you play baseball for us. You should be proud of playing for us. You wear our shirts or don't wear any shirts at all. And I'm hoping that the whole Southern Miss community will kind of, will kind of adopt that philosophy. You know, don't, right. I don't want to see any Ole Miss shirts. I don't want to see any Mississippi State shirts. You know, if you don't want to wear a Southern Miss shirt, fine. But you better not be wearing an Ole Miss or Mississippi no, State shirt. I'm 100 percent there. Hey, real you know? quickly, Bob. Were... Let me, Bob. Let me tell you why those local players were going down to Tulane because Will Hall was recruiting them. Well, good. And I'm now we got there. Will Hall. And the first domino really to fall in that over the weekend, Ty Key's decommitting from Tulane. That's the quarterback from Taylorsville. I think there's a real chance he ends up in the black and gold. All right, real quickly, before we run out of time, I want to remind everybody that our annual toy drive for Homes for Hope of, for Kids uh, is underway. And uh, we've got boxes set up at the – at the uh, Corner Market Food Stores in uh, Oak Grove, in Bellevue, in Midtown. Also at the Citizens Bank, through, at the drive through of the Citizens Bank on Highway 98. You can also drop toys by uh, our studios in downtown Laurel. And, of course, here in Hattiesburg on uh, December the 18th, we'll be giving the toys uh, to the Homes of Hope for Kids. It's a wonderful, wonderful organization uh, you've been great every single year about supporting this, and we really need your help. Now, we're kind of late getting started, so please put that on your list. Drop a toy by one of the radio stations or one of the corner market food stores, and uh, let's make sure we have a big Christmas surprise for those children uh, come December 18th. And if anybody wants to get me any clothes, get me a quadruple medium. <laughs> quadruple medium. <laughs> Which they have, by the way, at Campus Bookmark. Yeah, they do. That's you bet, you bet they do, that's it for the day. Back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Into the future. Talk Mississippi Media Production.